0: podcasts from the cat voices and sounds from crew
1: and nantwich
2: okay hopefully on the line we've got our guest today ed whitby who's the operations director at whitby morrison ice cream vans ed are you there i'm here
1: yeah good morning good
2: Good morning morning, ed how you doing all right
1: (laughs) yeah all good yeah all good 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 good
2: Ed, I'm sorry we've kept you waiting and uh, we'll get straight into it. And we're talking about ice cream vans, but um, you've been hit like everybody else with the current circumstances. But you've been really busy, Ed, um, looking at ways to, to generate green energy as opposed to uh, increasing your f- carbon footprint. So do you want to tell us what you've been doing? I understand this is a media first as well on the cat.
1: It is, yeah, and I'm, I'm proud to share it with you, really. Um, being local like this, it's, it's going to have a huge impact on the local area. So to, to just go back a little bit with ice cream vans, traditionally when you go to a van you'll hear the engine running um, and that's typically what powers the, the Mr. Whippy machine in there, if you like. Um, like a power takeoff off system, um, a system that was developed by my granddad in the 60s and really has revolutionized the industry over the past 50 years or so. Now, emissions from vehicles are, a, well, they're, they're a concern, That'd be wrong of me to say a concern by people make them into a bigger concern than perhaps they are, but there's something that could be improved upon. So with the advent of electric vehicles uh, and everything moving that way with, whether it's hydropower, whether it's solar energy, using the the, the better energy sources out there to, to ultimately power the systems that we use. So. Over the past three years, um, we've we've invested heavily in terms of both time and money in order to develop a system that is, is basically an onboard uh, battery power system that will power the the whole equipment side of the ice cream van, eliminating the need for any diesel fumes or, or diesel engine, any any kind of fuel like that at all. So this this system will eliminate the the system that's been in place for so many years and. It'll revolutionise things. It means that you can operate an ice cream van in any place, any location, around the world, indoors, outdoors. That there's no issue, no risk to health whatsoever, and there's no limit to what you can do with it. You can power the ice cream machine, of course. That's key for everybody. But beyond that, you've got a slush machine, perhaps, um, perhaps a cream machine for somebody, or or maybe candy floss, or or a coffee machine for somebody. there are so, so many options. And I've been with a, a customer this morning, a um, long-standing member of the industry who's, who's sold ice cream from vans for probably 30 years or more. And he was blown away by it. And if we can have that sort of reaction or response from somebody who is who is so experienced, but in the politest possible way, perhaps quite a traditionalist in, as well in what they've been used to, he's ready to adapt, he's ready to move forward, and he sees this as, as the future for his business. Right. But apply that to everybody then then off we go
0: good ed the 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 changes that you've just mentioned was that yeah. driven internally or was that customer saying you know let's what's your greens credentials you know what, what, can we go electric was it was it internal or external forces driving that
1: no that that's all internal driven by myself uh, my brother and, and my dad
0: okay that's cool uh, excuse yeah. the pun. <laughs> uh, no, but that, that's... <laughs> I didn't even see you.
1: That. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's good that, that you're, you're sort of saying, right, okay, these are the green credentials. This is where we're going to go. Rather than having to wait for your customers to go, hang on a minute, why are we not doing electric? Why are we not doing this? You've you yeah. taking the initiative, which is great news, that is.
1: It is. And, and then with with that, we. it's not to blow our own trumpet, but I'm so proud of who we are and what we do and, and how we've established ourselves over the years. But we are the, the leader in the ice cream industry, not, not just in the UK, but around the world. And we're the pioneers of, of what changes take place, what happens. And it's for us to lead. And we're forever, we're, we work to a, a process of continuous improvement. And this is one of those huge, huge steps in improvement. Good for you.
0: Excellent news. Excellent. And, you know, we, we, we don't blow our own trumpet very often, um, I don't think, Ed, you know, and you're a world leader are Right on our doorstep, so that's uh, excellent news. And moving forward as well, super stuff. Yes,
1: thank you.
2: Um, Ed, you've uh, you've been busy as well as generating new ways to um, to produce energy, raising money for St Luke's, and yes. uh, you've you've raised a huge amount of money for them. So uh, tell us what you've been up to prior to Christmas. Um, well,
1: St Luke's. Uh, this somewhere that's very close to to our hearts, and indeed, so many people locally. <laughs> very sadly, in in all ways, of course. Um, but they do such a fantastic job there. Now, it's it's come up for five years since we lost uh, my granddad, uh, Brian, who who started this business. And he, he he was taken ill over a number of months and spent his final few days with in the care of St Luke's. And he did an amazing job. They were they were brilliant with him, and they were brilliant with, with us. And since then we've we've endeavored every year to raise the best part of nine ten thousand pounds a year for them which <laughs> sounds crazy really but it costs that much just for one day's operation of the hospice really so wow. we, we thought if, if we can at least cover the cost of one day for them then <laughs> it was better than no days of course yeah. so every year we we have a trade event uh, typically held at nantwich town football club um and we, we do various like options of, of memorabilia or raffles or, or, or different things just to, to see what we can do. But obviously with the pandemic, we were, well, that was curtailed. We couldn't do anything about that. So we had to look at other ways to, to how we could perhaps raise some money because at the end of the day, the, you know, the hospice still needs its money. It still needs to keep functioning. Yeah. You know, things like that don't stop. So we put two things in place. The first was to, to try and, um, use what experience we had from our event which was the raffle so we basically brought that in-house uh, held it online uh, and raised several thousand pounds that way where we held it virtually and I did the most ridiculously dodgy <laughs> live stream on my phone but it worked <laughs> and, in, and I'm amazed. I feel too old for technology sometimes but it, it really paid off but then the main thing that we did um uh, my brother who works here with me, he's, um, he really enjoys his walking uh, and getting out there. And we were considering um, well, running, for me perhaps, hobbling the, the marathon. And because the marathon was cancelled, as she has in London one, uh, it was turned into what was called a virtual one, where basically you just walked or ran the, the 26.2 miles in a, in your local area. Um, so we thought, well, yeah, let's let's do that. But why don't we do it for St Luke's as well? And so a team of us, team of six of us here, got together with the most minimal of training.
0: Uh, <laughs> That's my I, type I, of I, training, Ed. That is minimal. It was, <laughs> well, it was fantastic.
1: I, my training was basically to to stop drinking for a week beforehand. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm not sure that benefited me at all. I think it felt worse. For it
0: oh that's um, a great shout that is um ed can i can i ask you um because i've been down yeah. to ask you this um, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream what's your what's your go-to ice cream
1: um well probably a reflection of me as a person but i do like just a very good vanilla ice cream Ooh.
0: and you know like people would say if you work uh, in an, an environment that's got ice cream around it are you are you tempted all the time at the factory there? Do you do you have ice cream on site?
1: We do. We every vehicle we produce, we have to test the equipment, and that includes testing the Mister Whippy machine. Does it now?
2: Um,
1: <laughs> you, you'd be horrified. We've got a by tooth tester here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go on, sorry, so sorry. sorry of it
1: just gets um, it gets thrown away the, the majority of the time. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh. So we all become immune to it. I think do you? it's just like. Because it's there that often, yeah. But but every now and then, yeah, we do we do write like one.
0: Oh, that's fabulous stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be good not to write ice cream, would it? And working in. Listen as well, um, the the sponsorship of um, the stand at Nantwich. That's what you do as
1: well, isn't it? Yeah, we're heavily involved with Nantwich and crew as well. Uh, I mean, football is a huge part of our lives as as a family. Yeah. But certainly, a lot of the a lot of the team here as well. They all enjoy football. Fabulous. And i think it's it's important to help the community in every way you
0: can well said ed well said good yeah. um um we're gonna have to go shortly because we're running out of time uh, i'd love to talk ice cream were well, um, you going to ask a question about breakfast oh though? i was yeah sorry yeah just before we go um yeah. I, as a major exporter yeah i'm only beginning to just imagine what difficulties that you've faced um not just from the eu but getting stuff out of the country on a a scale of one to ten ed how difficult has it been
1: um in some ways ten in other ways zero um every, every situation like this there's always a positive to gain somewhere and you've just got to find it so yeah there are there's new learning curves new forms that i didn't know existed and taxes and different things but for where there's, there's those obstacles, certainly within the EU, um, I've got some great discussions ongoing for beyond the EU for, for opportunities, certainly in the States and also Australia as well. Fabulous stuff.
0: Our worldwide operation. Ed, we take our hats off to you here at the CAT, uh, somebody who exemplifies um, the way that South Cheshire can produce world leaders. Uh, that's that's no, just that's down to you and, and and everybody down there at whitney morrison
2: well i'll second that dave uh, real credit to the community and certainly working with the community as well no, ed, i appreciate it. thank you both ed it's um i've struggled to find the stereophonics track that you <laughs> asked for i so thought yeah, so it might be it's uh, quite a rare one i like do it. apologize <laughs> have you got another stereophonics track you'd like us to play
1: um, not particularly anything. Anything you can find, because everyone I would name to you, you probably have the same difficulty in
2: finding. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a nice day then?
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fine. That sounds yeah. a good one. That sounds a good yeah. one. And it's been a pleasure to speak
2: to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, th- thank
1: you to you both. I really appreciate your time.
2: Yeah, um, well, we d- we do too, um, and uh, it's been great talking to you. We wish Whitby Morrison all the best for the future.
1: Indeed. Thank you very much. Best to you both. Thank yeah. you. Go to listen. this
2: is the cat.com for more podcasts. Some more ways to listen.